0: Welcome to the Wired for Success podcast, your show for ambitious, mission-driven entrepreneurs who want to build million-dollar businesses without sacrificing their health, relationships or happiness, who understand that in order to build their empire, they need a solid foundation and that the more they are thriving, the more their business is thriving too. This show brings you the very best from science, self-development and entrepreneurship to set you up for sustainable success. Hi, I'm Claudia Garbert, the scientist turned mindset and high performance coach for entrepreneurs, and I help you get wired for success. Hey everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Wired for Success podcast, where we talk about all things science, self development, and entrepreneurship that help you get to that next level of success in your life and business. And today, I'm bringing you another brand new interview episode. My guest today is Brimstone, and his. Oh,
1: <laughs> there you go. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> say it, say it, say it. what you're gonna say. Say what you're gonna say. Can I interrupt you? I'm the worst. I was going to say, finally, Brimstone has made it out to the Wired for Success podcast, hanging out with my girl, Claudia. She is an absolute doll. I'm super stoked to be here. I am probably the most different guest you've ever had on. And I promise you energy. So stay tuned because I'm going to give you some good stuff and things to learn. So let's let's do this, Claudia. I'm ready to go whenever you are. I'm waking up
0: that's awesome i mean (laughs) your list of titles is longer than anyone else's i've seen on this show and for those who don't know brim yet so his list of titles include professional wrestler radio host professional podcaster actor voice actor author entertainer musician philanthropist, oh that's a difficult word, food (laughs) critic and comic book slash children's book slash video game hero. And I mean, wow, I don't think I've had the pleasure of talking with a real comic book hero before. That's pretty special. (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a lot of fun what do you call it uh you know a a good portion of my career uh and and obviously the brimstone name don't get scared people it's just a gimmick uh, I've been brimstone for well over 25 years I started in the world of uh, I didn't start but I was in the world of professional wrestling for quite some time and that's where the name came from that's where the branding came from and uh you know that's where my current business lies is in my entire brand so you know taking the brimstone character thinking outside of the box taking the brimstone character outside of the ring and Putting it into a comic book series uh, was something that I knew would have legs, and I'd be able to take that and you know mold that into a complete. Uh, business outside of the business. So what do you call it? Um, you know, that comic book then turned into, you know, products and, and, uh, what do you call it? Uh, animated series, kids books and all that jazz. So yeah, there's, it's, it's about being creative and moving forward and finding the next natural progression of whatever you're doing in order to continue to build and, and brand.
0: I love that. So, guys, I think you're in for a wild ride, because with a bio like that, this episode is bound to be a little different and a lot of fun. So again, welcome, Brim, and thank you so much for taking the time to be on my show today.
1: Honor and a privilege. Anytime a pretty German girl is going to contact me, I'm in. And you're smart, too. We're good. We're good. Whatever, Wherever we go, I'm happy to go. There we are.
0: Okay, I've got a little surprise for you, because before okay. we start, Should we come up with a secret word of the day? (laughs) Oh, oh, tell me you (laughs) listen
1: to Within Brimskin. (laughs) Yes,
0: I listened to an episode of your show Within Brimskin and I learned about your tradition or your running gag around the secret word of the day. (laughs) So maybe you want to tell our listeners what's that all about.
1: Uh, All right. So, you know, we... we Within Brimskin is my rant show. I do my regular show is the Grindhouse Radio, uh, which is uh, on iHeart 30 networks. We do like three and a half, four million listeners weekly worldwide. So I have to kind of keep it not tame, but tame enough on that show. So Within Brimskin was kind of like my spinoff where I was able to kind of go above and beyond, and you know, get a little crazy if I need to um, rant about things that I wouldn't necessarily be able to rant about on air on Grindhouse, and uh, you know, it's just my my place to let loose a little bit. And uh sometimes I get really crazy, sometimes I'm not so much. So uh the secret word uh happened at the very beginning of the um you know the creation of within brimskin and uh the the reason for it was uh back when in the days when grow, when I was growing up uh there was a show called Pee Wee's Playhouse. I don't know if you guys had seen it out there, uh Pee Wee Herman. You know, you know <laughs> that guy. OK, so what do you call it? Pee Wee's Playhouse. You never saw Pee Wee's Big Adventure. That that movie and stuff like that. Pee Wee. Really? Wow. OK, fair enough. So Pee Wee, Pee Wee Herman was a, a national phenomenon. here. He had a, a kid show. He was actually in, in, in a um, an adult uh, comedian who turned into a child. Did, did, children's, uh, you know, um, uh, television host and, you know, went on to, to do like so many different things. And on the kids show, it was uh, every single episode. They had the secret word of the day. And when you said the secret word of the day, what happens? We all scream real loud. So it, it just became a little shtick that we did on the show and, um, you know, just had fun with it. So, you know, half the time we would say it and then forget to scream afterwards. And it was bad. It was bad. So I had fans. Call me out on that all the time. Um, but what do you call it? It became a thing, and, and it's funny because I've had people report back to me, yeah, I was in the middle of a bank and I had uh, I heard the secret word and I screamed real loud and it didn't work <laughs> out real well. I was like, oh, yeah, well, maybe you shouldn't have really done that. Uh, but thank you for playing, I appreciate it. But, um, you yeah, know, so that's where the secret word of the day came from. It was a lot of fun, and that, and that's like actually funny enough, it's the first time I've ever been asked that question, so I appreciate that. <laughs>
0: absolutely so how about success is our secret word of the day
1: success sounds good ah there we
0: go (laughs) now that you
1: did it now you gotta scream
0: (laughs) yeah I i was about to say that so we tested what's the name of this podcast again do you remember
1: the, the, what no, i don't want to say it because i don't want to have to scream real loud no okay. i don't want to scream real loud
0: so i'll say it but you have to scream so this is okay wired for success, wired for
1: success. Ah!
0: Ah! there we go there we go <laughs> okay now i thought we... you would,
1: I knew you were going to try to trick me there
0: no <laughs>
1: i wouldn't do
0: that <laughs> now that we all, all right like the secret word of the day, and we all know what to do when we hear it or say it, let's get back to business. Sounds good. First real question. With a list of titles like that, can you please start by just sharing a little bit about your background and your journey? How did you get to do all those different things?
1: Um, a lot of work, hard a lot of hard work, a lot of effort, a lot of sacrifice. Um, you know, a lot of failure. You know, that it all comes with with uh, success. Ah, there we go. <laughs> I had to get it out of the way. Uh, you know, I started when I was a child. Uh, my mom, you know, my my mom and my dad got divorced, uh, and and I was really young at the time. And uh my mother thought, "Well, he's cute. I'm ugly now, but I was cute then. Um she's like, let me let me get him involved in like you know, maybe some acting and so forth." So she had brought me into Manhattan because I live in New York. so New York City, Manhattan is you know, one of the the hubs of you know media, just like l a is one of the other hubs in the states. So, um she brought me out to uh, to Manhattan and she got me into acting and uh, I wound up being, uh, you know, starting my career as a child actor on like Sesame Street and Romper Room, which, you know, if you're not familiar with them out there, they were big child, you know, children's television shows here. And um, what do you call it? It was uh, it was a good, you know, opportunity for me as a child. And uh, I know I went and I did a bunch of different uh, commercials. I remember uh, reading. I don't know if I did the commercials for, but I know I did um, uh, Rice Krispie Treats and uh, not Rice Krispie Treats, Rice Krispies and a one steak sauce and a couple of other things there. And, um, you know, I was I was young, so I don't remember everything super vividly. And my mother passed a few years ago and I probably should have asked her more about that stuff, but she probably wouldn't remember anyway. And, um, you know, but my parents wound up having a a big, you know, like back and forth where, you know, if if it was my father's weekend or it was his week, because here I don't know how they do in divorce households there. But, you know, you share share days of the week and so forth. So Uh, My father and my mother would always be banging heads and, uh, you know, eventually she just couldn't bring me into the city anymore because all the auditions were happening on days that he might have me or might not have me or whatever it was. So that just kind of cut things short um, when I was younger and, and I was a kid, so I didn't know any better. Um, Later on, I wound up getting uh, infatuated with comic books, um, you know, and and art. And I wanted to be a famous artist. And even though I don't draw today, even though I can draw, just not like some of the guys out there that that just are incredible. um, I started to fall in love with with art and comics. And what do you call it? It's funny enough, I, I started Um, you know, reading a lot of books that that today, I mean, our movies and so forth that the Marvel Universe MCU. uh, But that kind of was one of my my first loves. And uh, funny enough, however, many years later, uh, the people, the, the the people that uh, whose books I I used to read, Stan Lee and and uh, what do you call it, stuff with GI Joe and blah blah blah. I was close and personal friends with later on in life. Everything came full circle, and I became a comic book character, even though I didn't draw it. So uh, what do you call it? So everything kind of came full circle for me there. Um uh and I am the celebrity spokesperson for the Stan Lee Foundation. So if you're familiar with who Stan Lee is or was, because he passed away uh you know a few years ago, uh, but Stan uh you know created Spider-Man and the X-Men, a whole bunch of different amazing characters that uh we know and love today. So that being said, I found my true first love, which was music. I was a drummer, and uh, what do you call I learned I, I got started it in in uh, elementary school um you know with with drumming and um that took me all the way through college and uh you know I wound up leaving college early and I went touring I was playing music and you know just doing the band thing and doing the musician thing and um you know that's where I learned a lot of hardcore guerrilla marketing and um you know how to approach people and book shows and, you know, deal with people that, you know, in the media and, and so forth. So it gave me a good stepping stone to the future. I also had a product that I put out when I was in, you know, uh, my late lady years in high school, going into college uh, was a, a product. And don't make fun of it. What do you call it was actually called Dr. Peckerhead's Let's play Dr. Sexkin and uh, <laughs> And it was and and there's a whole story behind that. Um, But I was able to take uh, with with a friend of mine from, you know, um, my my uh, youth. What do you call it? We uh, put together these little kits that, you know, I drew uh, the the characters for and I I designed the packaging. I went out, I priced out all the stuff. He was able to get um, any latex stuff from uh, overseas in Malaysia uh, because he was dating a girl at the time who. Uh, her father was a doctor and he was working in his office. So, you know, we he's like, yeah, I could get these condoms. And I was like, you know, we're kids. And I go, well, know, well, maybe we could do something with it. So, yes, I did a smutty thing, even though it wasn't smutty. It was a, it's a cute little thing uh, where what do you call it? Um, basically, it it was used at, um, you know, bachelorette parties. The the women are the ones who really purchased the heck out of them. Uh, came with a little uh, a, a set of of uh, latex gloves, three condoms. Um, you know, a little a manual, a, a, a doctor's mask, and it was just cute, and and I I went door to door and uh, what do you call it? Literally sold them to all the adult shops. Uh, I sold them to a couple of the big um, retail outlets that were here at the time. Spencer's, which is still around, as well as uh, World Imports. And uh, they they sold like the Dickens. We made a lot of money as kids. And uh, the only reason why we stopped doing it, because there was no reason to stop is because he wound up going to college. I was handling everything. And then the, the storage, the stuff was stored at his parents' house. And his parents didn't realize it and they threw all the stuff out. So all of our inventory was gone and I was getting calls and calls and calls. And they were like, hey, we want it. We want the product. We need more. We need more. And I'm like, ah, so, yeah, that was my first foray, uh, foray into entrepreneurship. And um, what do you call it? Uh, You know, it's it's funny because I, I don't talk about it often. But, you know, sometimes it's important to know where you came from. And, um, you know, that gave me a lot of a lot of uh, inspiration to continue to do things and create things from nothing. I liked the fact that I was able to take something and say, oh, this is interesting. You know, I have an idea. Let's spark with it. And let's take that spark and move forward with it. And what can we do next? And I was already thinking of different ideas to do with it at the time. Unfortunately, things happened the way it happened. But, you know, it is what it is. But the music thing I was touring I did all my things. I was traveling around, I was playing all over the place uh, with a couple of different bands and you know, eventually I got sick of a five way marriage and, um, you know, it's hard enough to keep one marriage together with with two people. Uh, try doing it with five and you have to, you know, live with and travel and eat with and blah, 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 and then perform with these people. At the end of the day, I got sick of being in that marriage. And I said, you know what? It, it is what it is. Um, you know, I, I'm going to take a break from music. I never thought that I'd be out of music as long as I have been, obviously. But, um, you know, I took a break and I went up getting into uh, professional wrestling that's a whole story in itself so um, yeah so I became a professional wrestler and then uh, you know I took everything that I'd learned from prior from the the music and from from uh, you know the the novelty item and um, you know I took that and I, I put that into the brimstone character where You know, I was able to, you know, learn how to guerrilla market and to, uh, you know, speak with promoters, contact people by using the old school microfiche. I mean, you name it, I did it. And, um, you know, that's how I was able to be uh, successful. Ah, to what do you call it? uh, You know, in in the world of pro wrestling as well as in business. Um, You know, and then again, Being being the guy that I am, I don't like to leave well enough alone. I like to continue to build and build out and brand and so forth. So I'd be the guy that would have not just eight by tens at my table, I'd have T-shirts and buttons and trading cards and I try to be innovative and you know anything that I could do that would you know give people an opportunity to maybe purchase something different. Um, you know how many times can somebody buy an eight by ten? You know what I mean? Especially if the same person. How many times you want to buy an eight by ten of me and get a signature? Once, twice, maybe three times. Any more than that's a little batty. You know what I mean? Buy something else. So I always wanted to have something different at the table so people would not have to if they wanted to continue to purchase stuff for me, they'd be able to uh, have the opportunity to try different things or expand on, you know, the the brimstone products that they'd have. Um, And obviously that led to everything that happened after, you know, with in terms of the comics and the kids books and the, you know, the the. Um, sauces and seasonings and the coffee and the candy and all that jazz. And, you know, here I am. And then I'm still trying to build and grow and so forth. And everything is tied together. It's it's a it's a real interesting thing. So I hope I gave you enough to, to chew on for right
0: now. Absolutely. I gave you the short
1: version. The wow. short
0: version. Such interesting stories. Thank you so much for sharing. And you, you. you sound like a super creative person. So which one of those past or current projects feels closest to your heart do you have a favorite project and if so <laughs> what makes that project so special to you
1: my favorite project is my children um and it's because Good i answer. love my family the most uh to be completely blunt uh you know i love everything else that i do equally i just Um, you know, but the, the thing I love just a little bit more is my family. You know what I mean? You can't create anything better than, uh, you know, the fruit from your, your own loins. So there you go. Uh, my, my children are, are my, my favorite project I've ever done. And, uh, and they're continue a a continual work in progress. So, (laughs) so (laughs) I I will, I will (laughs) you know, I love, love, love all three of my children. Um, you know, and, and, uh. You know, in terms of, of doing any, just entertainment in general, entrepreneurial things in general, uh, my my big uh, line, I always say, is, you know, entertainers are entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs should be entertaining. And the fact of the matter is, is, you know, I, I believe we're one and the same and. Uh, you know, I, I enjoy everything that I do, anything that I can touch and get my my hands on and and build into something that's fun and cool. Or in terms of performing, you know, it's something that I enjoy and uh, is one cooler than the next. No, they're all pretty cool. You know what I mean? Doing voice work and, and hearing myself in, in different being able to do different characters and, uh you know, bring bring characters to life in, in animation and uh, video games. And, you know, it, it, even in commercials, I that's so much fun for me. I love it to death. But I also love bumping around in a ring and tossing people around and getting to be Brimstone. I love being Brimstone 24 seven. You know what I mean? And some people look at me like sideways. Oh, and yeah, I'm Brim. Nice to meet you. Guess what? You know, is is it weird that that you're calling me Brim or Brimstone? No. Guess what? You know, do you call Madonna by her real, you know, original name? Did you call Prince by his real name? Uh, you know, and so many other people. It's a brand, and and I stick by it, and um, you know, I'm proud of it. So why would I why would I want to be, can you know, called anything else? And it's easier. And here's the funny thing. And the reason why I always utilize the beginning my my stage name when introducing rather than my real name is it's it's easier to remember if somebody says, hey, I'm Brim or hey, I'm Brimstone, than hey, this is Will. You know what I'm saying? It's a much easier thing to remember. And, um, you know, I try to think that that, uh, you know, I'm a memorable looking guy anyway. So, you know, when you're when you're, you know, out there and you're doing things and, you know, I'm all in, you know, my Brimstone. Like it's it's been Crazy. That's the only reason why I don't have my rings on. But, you know, I have my big skull rings on and so forth. And I'll still go into a boardroom with ripped jeans, skull rings on and go in and I'll command a a boardroom like nobody's business. And they will respect me because I know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? It's not about, uh, you know, the, the outside of the book is what's inside of the book. That's why they always say don't judge a book by its cover. Um, you know, I can run circles around people that that think that they're superior to me just based on the fact of how I look. And um, you know, it is what it is. I've worked, even you know before I was doing brimstone twenty four seven. Um, you know, I worked at, at major, major, major corporations. Uh, What do you call it in, in sales and marketing? So I have a, a background in sales and marketing. I have a background of running boardrooms. And that was before I started running my own companies, you know, so. It's it's uh, it's funny when people think that, you know, I can't put two words together. And that's why a lot of people think, you know, uh, oh the the wrestler, oh the wrestler, it's a dumb one. It's a dumb guy. No, no, that's not the case. And uh, it's nice to see that a lot more of the boys from the wrestling industry doing more stuff within business and so forth, because it gets rid of a little bit of that stigma that we're not intelligent creatures. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you can't judge a book by its cover. That's so true. I mean. Um, there are not many people who know that i have had a heavy metal face in my life so.
1: nice, <laughs> <You
0: see>? nice. <laughs> like
1: girl there we go
0: yeah and i really like that having fun is one of the things that you really focus on with everything that you do because if you don't enjoy what you do i think it reflects in the work that you do so as long as you're having fun right. it's it's gonna be something that creates value and adds value to lives in general so when you when you look back at your entrepreneurial journey do you remember what what motivated you to become an entrepreneur in the first place you mentioned that first product was it just about having fun was it about trying to create something from nothing or what was it that motivated that first move
1: it's a little bit of both Um, something that sparked the idea um, I, and that was exciting. And then it was, I was joking around and I was like, <laughs> maybe we could do this. And then it was a light bulb. And I said, <laughs> Oh, that would be funny. That'd be interesting. <laughs> then it was like a challenge. I said, can we do it? Um, and I, like I said, I went you know, to, to, I, we didn't have the luxury of the internet then, you know what I mean? We didn't have Google like we have now. So when I, when I had to go on and actually, you know, find, uh, go on when I had to go and find the people that I needed to work with for the boxes, for the labels, for the this, for the that. Um, I actually had to go seek them out and and go visit them and, and speak with them and shake their hands old school style and make the deals with them. You know, and I had to do that for a bunch of different aspects. So, you know, for me, it was fun. It was exciting. It was different. Um, I love uh, to deal with people, um, you know, in a positive manner. There are also people that I don't like to deal with <laughs> because it is what it is. The world sucks right now. I'm sorry, people. I hate to be sounding like my grandparents, but there are a lot of bad people out there and it is what it is. Um, but, you know, like I I put a lot of, of, you know, myself into the product. So, you know, it was only natural that later on I would be the product. Um, and, uh, you know, for for, you know, everything that I've done, You know, it's been it's I've put a lot of blood, sweat and tears into everything. And uh, it's it's important. It's important to love what you do. Like you mentioned earlier, it's very important because if you don't love what you do, then there's no reason to do it. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, otherwise, you just why bother? Um, You have to do something that's going to be fun. Like you said, you know, what, what was the reason? because it was fun. It's something fun. It's something different that I can do that. I can put myself out there. I don't have to work for other people. I work for myself, Um, you know, and you know, at the end of the day, I can I can look myself in the mirror and say I did everything I possibly could in order to put something amazing out into the world. And you know what? Not everybody's going to love it because you can't make 100 percent of the people happy 100 percent of the time it's just never going to happen. So, uh, but you know, when you put something that, that, that uh, you put your best foot forward and you put out your best work and you put out the best thing that you could possibly do uh, and you just be yourself, your people will find you. And that's all that you have to worry about. Don't concentrate on numbers. Don't concentrate on dollars and cents. Concentrate on putting your best foot forward and making sure that you're doing the best you possibly can. If you go on and you start a new business, you start on social media and you can't seem to get anybody to like your stuff. Guess what? Eventually they will. You know what I mean? It takes time. It's a slow burn. Nothing happens like this. The people that you see as overnight successes are not overnight successes. You haven't seen the last 10, 20, 30 years that they've been busting their hump to get there. That goes for business. That goes for uh, entertainment. And that's why I say we're one and the same. Um, It's very, very important for people to understand that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for saying that again because people need to hear it again and again and again. Because it's so easy to just scroll through your social media feed and see oh, everyone else is doing better than I am and oh my goodness, <laughs> I suck, right?
1: Yeah, it's not a competition. You it's know what I mean? It's it's not a competition and you know, people might say, "Oh, this one's doing this, this is well, that's that makes you a hater. Who cares what this one's doing, what that one's doing? Concentrate on yourself. Stop bad mouthing or or criticizing what's happening elsewhere. Worry about your own business. Worry about cleaning up your own yard. When you when you <laughs> when your own yard is clean, people are walking by and they say, "Oh, that's a nice yard." You know what I mean? But when you're gonna leave it trashed because you're sitting too busy complaining about your neighbor's yards, oh, that. Person's tree is overgrown, or blah, 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 blah. you see what I'm saying, and then then, then your yard is just as bad. You know what I mean? Or, or you're concentrating on, on uh, you know, everybody else. Your, your your yard gets dirty and nobody cares about your yard except for you. So, you know, clean up your own yard and more people will care about loving your your, uh, you know, home. So, you know what I mean? I, I hope I'm making sense. I try to throw things like that in and and sometimes people will get it. Sometimes they won't. But at the, at the end of the day, it's it's very important to worry about yourself. Um, You've never seen a hater doing better than you. You know what I mean? Don't. Don't worry about people that hate on you Don't worry about people that are doing better than you Don't worry about anybody else except for yourself You have no other competition And even if you do have somebody that's doing the exact same thing as you are Do it a little bit differently You know what I mean? What makes you unique? Be a little bit better One of my big things, and I always tell my people I tell my co-hosts all the time Be better That's it Be better that's, It's the most simple thing that you can say Be better And people, sometimes they get it, sometimes they don't. So, you know, it is what it is. Hope I'm making sense.
0: Absolutely. Just if everyone minded their own business, we would all be better off. Mm -hmm. And I think entrepreneurship is so fascinating because it teaches you so much about yourself. And sometimes things you never wanted to know about yourself, right? Yeah. What what three words would be... Do you think best describe you as an entrepreneur? Are you more of a calm mastermind, the chaotic creative, the overwhelmed hustler, or something else entirely?
1: Cool, calm, collective. Um, mm. you know, I I am I can I can absolutely get overwhelmed just like everybody else, but for the most part, um, when you're dealing with as much as I deal with on a regular basis, if you let yourself get crazy. Um, it's never going to happen. So I have to be very cool minded. I have people coming at me all the time, whether on bad things or good things. You know, I mean, it it just comes with the territory. Um, You know, so I have to be very cool headed. I have to be very calm and I have to have all my thoughts collected because if I don't, um i'm going to something bad's going to happen you know and uh you know have i lost it here and there of course everybody has i'm human you know as much as i'd like to think i'm not i am human and uh you know things happen and you know it it is what it is i mean you know failure again is also part of this business you know failure is part of the road to success ah see, missed the screen <laughs> <laughs> um, so what do you call it? So uh, everybody, anybody who tuned in late is like, what the hell's going on there? Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, it, it's that's what sows the seeds. You know, if you don't put your your um, you know, if you don't have that failure, there's no way you're going to move forward. Failure is you, you stop, you figure out, all right, what happened? Um, take a couple steps back and then you utilize what you learned from that failure to take 10 steps forward. And that's always what I've done. I might go. I get overwhelmed and go, uh-oh, what's going on? I, this is not working. I stop. I take two steps back, maybe three steps back, and I evaluate. I say, what happened here? What happened there? Why is this not working? What? And then I go, okay. Um, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then I wind up taking a huge jump forward. Sometimes it's eight steps. Sometimes it's 10. Sometimes it's 15. Sometimes it's one. And I still got to crawl myself back those extra couple of steps. But for the most part, um, it is it is a large leap forward. And most of the time I take my biggest leap forward when I have something done to me that's foul and bad and somebody screws you for one reason or another. Yes. In business and in entertainment. You get screwed plenty. And the fact of the matter is, is when something like that happens, it it inspires me and in lights a fire under my rear end to say, hey, that's not going to happen again. And I take a step back, evaluate, cut out that cancer and then move forward. You know, and um, and, and I always get my biggest jumps, you know, when that happens. Uh, so, you know, and that's that's it's happened throughout the career where you have somebody or, you know, most most of the time, it's somebody, not something. Uh, you know, who does something that is meant to hurt you because they want what you have. Um, but then they realize later on that doesn't matter what they do to you or say about you or whatever it is, they can't be you. You know what I mean? They can't be you. Nobody can do what you do. And um, the fact of of the matter is, is that uh, you can take what you do and you can move it elsewhere and shift and still succeed. That didn't say this the the, the this success. Is a- ha, there we go. But uh what do you call it? Uh but at the end of it, see I'm trying not to use the word, so it's been challenging. Um so but you can still shift and, and move forward. Um, and and other people will just be sitting there wallowing and not knowing what to do with what they tried to take. Um, so it's it's a very interesting, you know, uh situation, but you've got to understand the failure is part of it, you know, and, uh, and 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 embrace it, embrace it. I wear it like a badge of honor, you know, some things that, that haven't worked. I'm like, OK, and it doesn't mean that it won't work forever either. There are projects that I started a while back and and I put on hold and shelved it and then decided, OK, I'm going to pick it up later on. One of the things that I, I did that with is my book. I mean, um, I, I have my my autobiography that I started writing way sooner than I probably should have, you know. Um, but I was able to when I was younger, get out a lot of stuff that I probably wouldn't remember as vividly now as I did then. So it's a good thing I started it. But my story is nowhere near being done, being written. It'll still be written until the day that I die. But at the end of the at, at, at the end of it, the fact is, is that, you know, I at that point, it wasn't it wasn't to a, a, a It wasn't at a point where I should have uh, been putting something out into the world, even though people were saying, you know, you've done so much, blah, blah, blah. Well, now I've done 10 times more than what I did then, you know, and now so much more of that story, I I feel, is interesting. And for people that want to read about the autobiography, you know, read the autobiography, learn more about me, I feel that uh, now it's a much tighter Ship, you know. Um, my wife makes sense to me all the time. She's like, "Yeah, it's something you should do when you're older." I'm like, "No, because I won't remember anything when I'm older. I already can't remember what I'm talking about half the time." <laughs> but you know, but um, you know, it, at the end of the day, I'll put out the first one. Uh, you know, and and I'm I went back to writing it. You know, now so hopefully I'll start getting that together and maybe by next year I'll I'll get that out. Um, but these are like I said, a little thing that it's just because I stopped it momentarily doesn't mean I'm not going back to it. it just means at that point in time it wasn't the right time to do it the grindhouse radio I I wanted to do the grindhouse um, what do you call it a lot sooner than what I did I actually you know purchased uh, the the um, all the IP I bought the the URLs I bought you know everything that I needed to do I got all the uh, social media and so forth and um, you know I locked it all up and then you know I, I couldn't get the things accomplished that I needed to get accomplished in order to make it happen. Then about a year and a half later, I picked it back up again with a couple of interns, which then turned into my partners. And we're one of the biggest, you know, podcasts in terms of uh, uh, what do you call pop culture that's out there? You know what I mean? Top 20 in, in Apple, you know, uh, on pop culture and this then comedy and so forth. I mean, you know, three and a half, four million listeners weekly worldwide. I think I think we're doing the right thing. Uh, awesome. A lot of a lot of different uh, trophies. Um, We won for four years in a row. We're based in New York on Long Island uh, in New York. Uh, We were voted best radio station on Long Island four years in a row. You know what I mean? Over all the terrestrial radio stations. You know what I mean? Which are, are AM FM. I don't know if it's the same out by you. I'm assuming it is. But you know what I'm saying? Like this is just because you put it on the side doesn't mean you can't come back and totally kick ass later. You know, so I hope I hope that that's somewhat inspiring
0: absolutely it's so inspiring and i love the three words that you use to describe yourself as a businessman now i'm curious are those the same words that you would use to describe yourself outside of entrepreneurship because i think what i'm getting at is how different is brim the businessman from brim the private person
1: um you know what Not very different. Um, You know, my persona on air, I'm a lot bigger and louder and so forth. I'm still big and loud, but I'm not, you know, off off camera and off screen uh, or outside of a boardroom. But, you know, I'm I I like to I I'm just not as in your face. You know what I mean? Um, You know, I like to sit back and I like to just enjoy life. I enjoy the world. I enjoy you know, um, spending the time with my family. When I get to see friends, we like to spend time with friends. Um, You know, it is, you know, at this point, especially this point in my life, um, you know, I like to stop and smell roses before they're growing on me. You know what I mean? Um, And and it's very important to take that time for your well-being, your your health, um, you know, because, yes, I'm a workaholic. I will work, you know, I... I work for myself. So if I'm not working, I'm not making money. You see what I mean? Uh, I have all bunch of a whole bunch of revenue streams. But again, that means nothing if I'm not consistently working and making sure and checking and so forth. So, you know, in terms of the grand scheme of things, you know, I need to stop every so often and just relax. And breathe. So you know, for so if I'm sitting in, you know, like right now, I'm in the studio. If I'm in the studio on a normal day, if I'm not out touring, um, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm I'll do voice work. Then I'm doing an interview, like we are now. Then I do one of the shows that I've got to do. Then I'll sit and make a bunch of phone calls, and then I'll be texting. I'll be texting while I'm doing the phone calls. I do. I multitask like a, a fiend. Um, but when I'm off, you know, when I when I try to just chill, I try to put everything on the side. And yes, I still work on the phone a little bit wherever I am, because again, I have to. Um, but I I try to enjoy the environment and see new things and be around new things. And, you know, that's that to me is life, you know, um, experiencing everything. My wife is more of a recluse. She'd rather stay in the house and never leave sometimes. But <laughs> I'm like, nope, come on. I grab her by her hair and let's go. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, what do you call it? You know, I I. I like to go out. I like to travel, which is why I enjoy um, what do you call it? Uh, touring is because I get to go out. I get to see different cities and uh, meet different people. I'm a foodie. You know, I do a lot of stuff in the food realm. So, you know, I like to meet a lot of people in, in, in restaurants and so forth. So for for me, the person outside of entertainment, uh, which ne- I, I can't get away from because I, I am brimstone so you know what do you call it? when i go out you know there is a chance that people are going to recognize me some people will come up and talk to me other people will just stare other people won't say anything you know it depends on where you are and who you are i'm not an a-lister you know but i have plenty of fans all around the world that know who i am so um which is really funny i'll tell you a quick story if, if it's okay i know sure. i talk too much so I, I could be signing at a convention And people can come up and see everything, and see that we're there, see that I'm there, and then they come up to me and they say, "Oh my God, Brimstone is here!" You know, when's he gonna get here? You know, and I'm like, (laughs) "I'm right here." (laughs) It's like, but uh, but it's so weird. Sometimes people don't even realize, you know, maybe because what do you call, um, you know, my hair's my hair's back in a ponytail rather than being down. I'm not frowning, you know, whatever it is. (laughs) So (laughs) that's a funny thing. So sometimes. People recognize some people. Sometimes people don't. Uh, One of the craziest times was at Walt Disney World. Um, I got recognized by somebody who was couldn't just keep their mouth shut. And the problem is, is all it takes is one person. Um, And they like screamed and made a big scene out of it. And uh, then a whole bunch of people who had no idea who I was just all around me. And it's one of those things like, do you even know who I am? Like, no, no. What do you do? Click, 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 you know. It's just it's just an odd, odd thing. And I don't want to bore you with those stories. But, um, you know, the 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 time I take away from the quote unquote business side of everything I do, um, I try to relax and, um, you know, take my head out of the game, forget about all the bad things that are going on in the world, forget about all the the crazy things that are going on in business, you know, whether it's good or bad or indifferent uh, and just spend the time where I am, because health wise you need to you need to give your brain um, and your 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 body time to just relax and and get back to normal does that make sense you know Absolutely. what i mean like
0: that's that's so important and i think that success ah, ah is so multifaceted and if we are only looking at one marker of success ah, ah!
1: <laughs> you hey, are you paying attention i was i was, sleep- I was sleeping on it for a second <laughs>
0: Um, If you're only looking at one, marker, like how much money we are making right now, we don't see the whole picture. And I mean, they often say that a healthy man has a thousand wishes, but a sick man only has one. And I think that's absolutely true because for anyone who has suffered from a serious injury or a serious um, disease, they will probably all agree that if you don't have your health, you can't enjoy all the money or the freedom that you're creating right absolutely so if you could change just one thing in your life instantly like this what would it be
1: um i mean you know i i'm really with in terms of what just my life in general or things that happened to me in the past or give me give Everything. me an idea of what we're anything, anything um if i are. If I can, if if I could do if I could do things over the way, uh, you know, do things over, I would do everything pretty much the way I did, except for I would cut out a couple of cancers that were in my life uh, in terms of people that shouldn't have been there that, you know, were just all they were was bad. Um, So that would be what I would, you know, would, what I would do. And, and um, you know, if I wasn't able to go backwards and fix anything there. Um, then the only thing I would do is just get, help me get rid of a little bit of this extra weight that I gained over the COVID season. Um, <laughs> and then I'll be a little happier, but, I, you know, because yeah, time-wise, I haven't had the time to get it off. So, you know, if we could just click it off, do the Thanos snap, boom, yes. it's gone. I'm like, yes, that would be great. Anyway.
0: Yeah, I, I could potentially help you with that, but it's probably going to take a little more than just that. I <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> well speaking about changing things are you someone who sets goals and creates lists and action plans to help you get there or are you more someone like who just likes to go with the flow and tries to wing it
1: you really want to know yeah <laughs> i i like to i like to wing it um depending on what it is like i'll do business plans i'll do i i hate writing business plans and <laughs> I can, you know what I mean? I just I just don't like always sitting there and doing that. I like to kind of figure out the nuts and bolts of things. And, um, you know, I become a student of whatever game I'm getting involved in. So, you know, when it was comic books, I got involved and learned everything I could about, you know, building out a comic book and, and everybody's position within a comic book and the company and so forth. Same thing with foodie stuff. You know, I, I became a student of the game, with the sauces and seasonings, you know, when I put out my, my products, you know, I then went on tour with um, what do you call it? The, the company that had um, co-packed my, my products, um, myself and my buddy Bumblefoot from uh, he was with Guns N' Roses for a long time. And uh, the two of us, you know, we did our sauces and, and I did my sauce and seasoning uh, with a company called Cajuns Fiery Foods. And now my stuff is with Torchbearer sauces, uh, which is also in uh, in the States. What do you call it? And um, what do you call it? We uh, you know, I would go on tour uh, with with Cajuns and I would do all the different events just so I can learn more about that business and learn, you know, so you know yeah I, I i i did take notes i did put you know put together a plan but you know i i also won it in a lot of ways um it, it really depends on the situation you know what i mean i I wish I had more of an answer that would that would be like direct, like I always wing it or I always do lists. But that's not the way I am. Um, sometimes I'll list things out and, and build. And other times I'm just going to be like, all right, what do I need to do to make this happen? Teach me, you know, and, and just wing it. It is yeah. what it is. I like sometimes the- it I- works. Sometimes it doesn't
0: sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't so true i mean as long as you have your goal and you stay flexible in your approach i think that's actually a pretty good thing i mean we can make plans as much as we like but we all know that life also happens and people who got too hung up on just following the plan that they came up with, they often get stuck because they are not flexible enough. So if it's
1: working, you have for you, to. <laughs> yeah, have to think outside of the box. Always. This is the box, your comfort zone. So uh, your comfort zone should be right outside of it. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. I didn't so, mean to cut you off. I just you know,
0: <laughs> no, absolutely. You're fine. Before we wrap up. Is there anything else that you would like to share with our listeners today?
1: Um, you know, I would like for every one of the things I always like to put out there is something good into the world. You know, the, the fact is, is there are so many people this day and age that are hurting out there. Uh, there are so many people that um, are, are having troubles, uh, whether it's with with, you know, everything that happened with covid or, uh, you know, just anything in general. Um, and and I like to say, put something good out into the world. Find something that, you know, you have a passion for. Maybe, um, you know, uh, somebody, you know, had cancer or somebody, you know, has leukemia or something with a, a child or whatever it is. Um, find something that you, you know, um, means something to you. And give a little bit of time back to it. Give a little something back to it. I'm not saying you have to put your own money into it, but time is sometimes just as good, if not better than money. Find something. Give an extra hour of your time a week, a month, a year. Give a day, a week, a month, a year, whatever it is uh, to what do you call it? Uh, give back and, and spend some time helping up, uh, helping a charity and giving back to the 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 people and the community, people that need that help. Um, one, you never ever, ever, uh, know how much somebody really appreciates that. Um, you know, and two, what do you call it? You'll feel good about yourself. It, it, it helps put your boots down onto the ground and, and get in there and do something good for the world. And, uh, you're going to feel it later. You're going to feel good about yourself and you're helping somebody more than you, you ever thought you could. So go put some good out into the world. And, um, you know, that that's what I like to leave people with.
0: Oh, I love that. That's such great advice and a great, it's it's i totally agree on that one and that's exactly why i just joined the red cross over here and volunteer for them because i i mean i've i've raised money as well and and to give it to charity and everything but i think at the basis you still need people who are willing to get their hands dirty and do some of the work right Money alone isn't going to fix it. So we need the people who will actually do the work. So everyone out there, do something. Everyone can do a little bit. And give a little bit of your time or give a little bit of your money or more if you can, but everyone can do something.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: Where can people find you online if they would like to connect with you or learn more about you?
1: Sure. If you want to hit me up on uh, my official website is therealbrimstone.com. Uh, you can find everything on me there. Uh, there are very few things that about me that are not on there, uh, which will g- get there eventually. Um, all my social media is up there, but I am very heavy on Instagram at therealbrimstone. Uh, what do you call it? I'm verified so you can know it's me. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, you'll shoot me a, a message or, you know, like my stuff. I mean, if you interact and engage with me, I, uh, you know, on the posts, it's always me writing back. It's not my wife. It's not my assistant. It's not a a uh, employee. It's not PR. It's me personally. Um, would love to hear from people. And uh, as long as you have something nice to say, I'm happy to hear it and respond. So hopefully you'll you'll follow it.
0: Fantastic. Thank you so much, Brim, for sharing your tips and experiences with us today. It's been an honor and a pleasure and a lot of fun having you on the show today.
1: Uh, Honor and a privilege being here. Thank you so much for having me. It was so good. It was awesome.
0: (laughs) Thank you. So take care and talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Wired for Success podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you did, please take a sec to rate and review my show or share it with a friend. That way you can support the show and help me reach and support other entrepreneurs like yourself as well. If you would like my help to figure out how you can go from overwhelmed and overworked hustler to empowered and confident leader, check out my website at www dot wired for success dot solutions and book a free 20-minute strategy session with me. Can't wait to help you get wired for success. Until next time, take care. Bye.